Welcome to episode 12 of the Equipped Creatives Podcast. I'm Julia with Julia Kathleen Photography. And I'm Tony with Tony Marie Photography. And today we're going to be talking all about styled shoots, which we're so passionate about and we're excited to share. So styled shoots are hands down one of the best ways to attract clients that vibe with your work. And they just give you such amazing freedom to take on a shoot in any direction. Styled shoots are such a great opportunity to set up the wedding or elopement or couple session that you've been dreaming of shooting. And when you start planning your shoot, you'll see that so much goes into it. There's getting vendors on board, planning the right timing for the shoot, finding the perfect dress, all these different things. And today that's what we're going to talk about and we're going to help you put on your perfect style shoot. So without further ado, let's get right on into this episode where we walk you through exactly how to set up a successful style shoot and chat a little bit about offering free shoots, when to say no to free shoots, and why all this is important to your business. So let's dive right on in. You're listening to the Equipped Creatives Podcast with Tony from Tony Marie Photography and Julia from Julia Kathleen Photography. Two girls from opposite coasts who started their photography passions in high school have since turned their hobbies into full-time photography and education businesses. Whether you're a photographer, creative entrepreneur, or you simply just want to hang out and talk about life together, you're in the right place. This podcast will leave you feeling inspired, prepared, and most importantly, equipped to take on your creative dreams. So we both have done style shoots in the past, both where we have been the one planning it and getting everything organized from beginning to end, and other ones where other vendors have planned it kind of for us, and we've contributed less than some, but um, still are there to shoot everything. So we have a good amount of experience in being involved with style shoots. So we wanted to share with you guys some of the things that we've learned along the way. Yes. And just to recap, style shoots allow you to photograph at a level of work that you want to work at in the future, and they help you receive bookings similar to that style. Um, and it's also, I will say, it's a lot less pressure to shoot a style shoot rather than a paid shoot or um, shooting an actual wedding because you can literally do whatever you want. <laughs> You're not rush to take photos in a certain fr- time frame or um, go going off of a shot list or something like that. It's it's so great. You can be um, you have the freedom to create whatever you want and to create your own schedule and to pose your models any way that you want them. And um, it's just great because they will help prepare you as well for photographing for photographing actual shoots and weddings. Yeah, so let's talk about some ways to actually begin the process of setting up a style shoot. So the very first thing that Julie and I both feel is really important is to just first sit down and kind of vision cast and come up with a theme and a vision for the shoot, where you want it to go, what direction you want it to go in, what this purpose of the style shoot is like, is it to, um, be published or is it to get a certain type of clientele, which is, I feel like most times the case. Um, so just setting a goal and determining your target audience with this coming up with the theme and being really specific with it, obviously leaving room for creativity to kind of flow. But I I would say, try to be as, as specific as you can, um, while still leaving room for creativity is just really important. So yeah. So 
thinking of your target audience, um, you want to kind of ask yourself, who is the target audience? Think about the ideal type of client that you want to attract. Think about the age range, the location. Um, is the shoot going to help you attract more business in a certain area or not? What are those types of goals when it comes to um, setting up a styled shoot? Yeah, that's so great. And just a reminder, if you do want to set up a styled shoot, it doesn't have to be this full-on production. It could literally just be you and the couple, maybe a florist. It doesn't have to be a full-on production, but we we do love the full productions too. So <laughs> uh, that is definitely an option. But it can fir- be low-key with like yes, less it can be low-key. Exactly. Yeah. So when you're coming up with a theme for your shoot, it's very important to find keywords. And the keywords are basically a set of words that inspire you for the shoot. And it's actually cool because you can use those keywords later on when you're blogging your shoot and you can use those for SEO purposes. But um, when coming up with your keywords, I always like to ask myself what my ideal bride or type of client would be in the future. And you can even ask yourself, what um, type of photographer are they searching for as well when they're planning their own shoot or wedding. I always recommend picking around four to five keywords that inspire you and that is just going to help you come up with your theme and vision for the shoot. So some other key factors you'll need to come up with to start planning your shoot alongside the keywords that Julia just mentioned, which I feel like is a really great tip, um, is trying to just really be specific with your color scheme and the mood board for the shoot. So even if you are doing a neutral palette for your color scheme, I think it's important to get really specific with what color neutrals, um, making sure that you're specific with what colors you don't want to use. So just really figure out what the color scheme and the overall um, mood and vibe of the shoot is. Color scheme is going to help that and creating a mood board is really going to help that as well. Speaking of styled shoots, we just wanted to interrupt this episode real quick to remind you that we still have a few tickets left for our spring content day coming up on March 5th. We have six amazing shoots planned to help you build your portfolio and get some incredible content. Hop on over to our Instagram or website for more details and to learn how to secure your spot. That's at Equipped Creatives on Instagram and www.equippedcreatives.com. All right. So when you're thinking about mood boards and your color scheme and the location and the overall aesthetic, we find it really important to look for inspiration and to come up with an original concept for your shoot. I know it's so easy to do what everybody else is doing and copy other photographers, but style shoots are so fun. And this is when you can actually be creative and do exactly what you want to do to make whatever's in your head come to life. And so that's why looking for inspiration in other places rather than just on Instagram is something that we highly recommend. And you can even look for inspiration on other places like wedding blogs, looking at the trends on those wedding blogs for um, for the certain year, looking at Pinterest and not just pinning like specific um, photos that other or wedding photos that other people have taken if you're doing like a wedding style shoot, but to actually pin like colors and fonts and um, just anything mm. that inspires you for the shoot. And we also I love, love that. To, yeah, it's I think it's so important to think a, li- a little bit outside of the box rather than just going on Instagram or pinning things that people have already done. And Mm -hmm. also looking at um, 
you can even literally look at magazines or books or getting inspiration from movies um, or from your travels. Anything like that is just so helpful and great rather than just trying to copy other people. Like and copying try- a shoot, yeah. Yeah, like trying to redo a shoot that's already been done and mm-hmm. just to really yeah. brainstorm something that's a little bit more unique. Yeah, we just encourage you guys to like maybe pull inspiration from other things, but don't copy exactly yep. or make it like too similar because like Julie said, this is your chance to get really creative. So take full advantage of that. Exactly. So another important thing when that we have to talk about when like trying to put together a style shoot is creating a shoot budget. So we really recommend writing down a broad list of everything that you're going to need for the shoots and from all the vendors that are going to be needed. Um, Like we mentioned in the beginning of this episode, it doesn't have to be a huge scale style shoot. It could be something a little bit on the smaller side, but regardless Um, You should definitely try to have a budget in mind because the reality of it is that you are going to end up spending something, even if not a single dollar is spent, at least your time is spent. So just keep that in mind. Um, Obviously, the bigger the shoot you do, the bigger the budget it should be. But from there, come up with a number after you've written some things down that you're willing to spend on the shoot and write down what you'd be willing to splurge on. So there's certain things that you might be um, willing to spend a little bit more on. Um, I do feel like, just to give you a specific example, I do feel like florals end up being one of the things that are a little bit more expensive um, because it's an actual product that the floral that the florist has to buy. But that's just one example. But just know this, unexpected costs will come up. <laughs> we so, know from experience. <laughs> we have definitely uh, shot yeah. ourselves in the foot with this a little bit because <laughs> we've definitely been a part of style shoots before where we um, underplanned for how much we were going to spend and there's unexpected costs that always come up. So budget for that too. Literally make a section in your budget if you're writing things down for that's titled unexpected costs (laughs) and just put a number there that you feel like is fair and comfortable. And I do feel like this is one of those things where the more experience you have, the better you will be at kind of gauging what the budget should be even with the unexpected cost section. So so obviously the more you do this, the more you're going to be uh, feeling like you're more of an expert and a pro at, um, you will probably under budget for the first couple of style shoots yep. that you do. It's just kind of the name of the game. Especially um, if they're so, a little bit bigger, bigger shoots too, you know. Right, with a lot of vendors involved and all yeah. of that. So um, it's really important to write down every single thing that you're going to need and be realistic with yourself when you are budgeting. And I think one thing that is going to really help you in if you're just starting out to do style shoots and you're not really too familiar with what things should really cost is just to reach out to the vendors and kind of ask them what they normally do in in terms of um, cost and what things are free, what things are not. So um, yeah, I mean, we're not going to just go over um, like specific numbers that we feel like are good numbers because also I feel like it kind of depends on your area and your market. Like I think things are more expensive in the city versus the suburbs. So a lot of this kind of like does depend on your location and how big the uh, the event and the shoot is going to be. Um, so it's hard to give like specific examples over the podcast, but hopefully this is just a good reminder to you to don't forget about that budget and definitely expect uh, some unexpected costs yes. to come up. Yeah. And 
I totally agree with that. And um, I think this just, we talked about this in our last episode, but just like investing in your business and investing in yourself. And honestly, a style shoot really is just an investment in your business. Yeah. And um, it it really does pay back later on and, and you'll see like Definitely. the fruits of, of that. But so when you're planning your shoot, some of the first beginning steps are to number one, choose your location for the shoot. Um, to find the right vendors and also to choose your models. And I'm just going to talk for a second about um, actually like where to start with that and how to actually find vendors. But I always recommend searching through your preferred vendor list, which is usually people that you've already worked with in the past. And if you don't have a vendor list, I recommend looking at people that you've worked with in the past, people that you've liked, vendors that you you loved working with and you want to work with them again, that could be a first, a great first step um, when reaching out to vendors and trying to find the right ones for your shoot. So I highly recommend doing that. Um, another thing is to, you know, do an in- Instagram search and um, find people that you, you look at their uh, photos, you love their style, you feel like they would be a good fit to work with you and to help you create your shoot concept. So I, I recommend that if you have if you don't have a list of vendors that you've already worked with that you love. So bringing vendors on to a style shoot is very important because sometimes they help you come up with even better ideas than what you had originally come up with. And it's so cool to just bounce off of each other and to come up with new ideas together. Yes. The more creative brains working together, the better sometimes yes, yes. just to kind of bounce ideas off each other. But yep, yep. Um, it's also a great opportunity to network and find vendors that you really love, that you want to work with. I think that um, you know if you want to work with some vendors that you've worked with in the past and you feel like you guys really um, vibe together well, that's great. But it's also a great opportunity to find new vendors and just broaden your horizon a little bit with your network. Yes, it's so great to form those new connections with new vendors. That's always so exciting. And I think the main important thing here is just to make sure that um, everyone is very clear up front on your vision for the shoot and um, just that you make sure that you feel like everybody would be a good fit with each other, especially if you're doing um, a longer day, a longer shoot, and everybody's going to be working together for a few hours. Yes, and just jumping right off of that and just being like very clear with the vision and communicating and making sure everybody's a good fit is to create a shoot schedule and a backup plan for the shoot. So really good communication is absolutely key. Making sure that you are constantly following up with people. Honestly, the whole communication part of the style shoot is definitely what takes up the most time. Yeah, that's true. Um, when it comes to just doing a style shoot, it's all all of the legwork is done up front. So just be prepared for that and just have that expectation. It's a lot of following up, but I do really recommend just like always being on top of your emails, um, especially if you're trying to do something in a busier season. Uh, People might not get back to you right away, but you just want to make sure that things are always kind of moving forward and moving along. So um, another thing that I recommend with this is just including all of the vendors once you have everybody locked in and secured on the vendor list. Keeping like everybody on one email thread when you're like making changes to the day in any way, the timeline, just constantly communicate about the timeline and the vision. It's just so important that everybody is on the same page. The last thing you would want is for 
your vision to just not be nailed or not even close to being what you wanted it to be because the vision wasn't made completely clear to every single vendor. So whatever you need to do to feel like you are totally secure in knowing that everybody's on the same page ahead of time, do it. Just take those actionable steps to over communicate. The key is just having a successful and a smooth style shoot day. Yes. <laughs> and the way to do that yep. is just to communicate as much as you can beforehand. So um, mm-hmm. I mentioned the timeline. That's very important. Like Julia yeah. said in the beginning of this episode, you do have way more freedom in a style shoot to kind of like do what you want, however long you want. But I do think it is important for everybody involved to kind of have some sort of timeline that they can go off of so that vendors know when they need to get there, when they need to set up, yep. how much time to allot for hair and makeup, when the cake needs to arrive, and when things need to be broken down. The venue might give you a certain time that you need to be out of there by. So you want to make sure that you're just staying on top of that. And while you do have a little bit more leisure time to kind of do what you want, be creative, you still want to make sure that you have a general timeline. And depending on the venue, it might need to be a little bit more specific than at some places than at others. But sticking to that timeline and just making sure everybody has that ahead of time so that everybody is there when they need to be there is definitely key. So also have a backup plan if yes, it, uh, that is so were important. to yeah, if it were to rain or if um, you know, multiple vendors might be sick or whatever, you definitely should have a backup date on the calendar for yep. the shoot because you don't want to have like all this work go into the styled shoot and then it gets canceled due to weather or whatever, and then you don't have a backup plan, and now it's impossible to find a date that all the vendors yeah. can do again. So it's kind of nice to upfront just have that backup date in the calendar yes, already yes. planned. No, I was literally going to say that I actually was doing a style shoot once, and the more or I booked a venue for it, and the morning of the um, the lady that ran the venue, she messaged me and said that a pipe had bursted. <laughs> Right I remember we you gonna, telling me this. Yes. Right yeah, where we were going to do. Mm-hmm, like right where we were going to do the setup and everything. And I was like freaking out. But luckily I did have a backup location there in you mind. Go. So I was – that made me feel better. But um, I ended up getting to shoot at the original venue anyway. So it all oh, worked okay. out. Wait. Yeah. So were you were – you, did you plan another location for the same day? I ended up – so she called me very early in the morning um, that she wasn't supposed to start until the afternoon. And there was a um, like another venue close to my house. And I called them that morning oh, and wow. asked, yeah, if we could use that as a backup location. And they said yes. So oh, wow. I, yeah, so I think that kind of taught me a lesson there is because I was kind of scrambling around that day to have to do right. that. And I think if you can have some sort of backup location or yeah. at least a backup date in mind where mm-hmm. you know you plan that even before the shoot, unlike me that day. <laughs> that, that could be very helpful. Um, yeah. It just creates yeah. like an uh, opportunity for it to be less stressful if you plan ahead like that because mm-hmm. I'm sure that was very stressful scrambling that morning. Yeah. But it was good that you were able to thick, uh, think quick on your feet think a little proactive. bit. And, <laughs> yeah, and, and get it to a different location. But it's good that it mm-hmm. – so it ended up working out that day for you. I can't remember the story. It did. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, it, it all worked out. I ended up getting to shoot in the original location, so everything mm-hmm. was totally fine. But um, lesson learned. <laughs> lesson learned, yes. But we're just talking about that for if you're doing like a larger shoot and you're booking a venue and, you know, you're you're doing like a setup and stuff like that. I think yeah. that that is important. But I don't know. I think 
regardless of the shoot you're doing <laughs> it could yeah. be good to have one even if it's Definitely. just like a couple and you're shooting at the beach or something um yeah. just picking Definitely. a different a different spot or a different date just in case for sure you never know what could happen yeah it's so true I definitely think that's smart. And even if you're not a wedding photographer, but say you're a family photographer, you could totally do, just by the way, side note, you could totally do style shoots just with like families and stuff. And um, it might be good if you were to plan that outside just to have a backup indoor location just so that everything is happening that day, regardless, you know, it rain or shine and you have a backup plan in place. So, um, so yeah, you could do style shoots no matter what kind of niche you want to get into. That's why it's um it's kind of cool that it could be it could be whatever you want it to be and it could it could attract whatever client you want to attract this is where you can really be creative so anyway side note <laughs> that's so true um, another thing that we find is very important is to bring an assistant to your style shoot it's so easy that day when you're doing the actual shoot to forget things. And yeah. I know for me, like my brain is always going crazy. I'm always thinking about mm-hmm. the setup yeah. and, you know, what I'm like, how I'm going to. Um, Especially if you're the and- one planning it. Like if you're, exactly. if you've planned it, it's like the pressure's on you. So your brain is going a million miles a minute. Yeah. So an assistant could be there just to help things run a little bit smoother. They can go grab stuff if you need it. They can even help just with the vision and helping helping with setup and carrying things and all that. So mm-hmm. we always recommend that. And we always recommend bringing somebody that you know and that you trust and that you know will get that job done that day. Yeah. And, it's um, also nice to have somebody do behind the scenes. Exactly. Yeah. I was going to say like that's because, you know, that's something that we're not focusing on when you're, when you're shooting. So it's cool to have somebody there yeah. to take photos or video or um, content mm-hmm. that you can repost on your Instagram. Yeah, because I feel like people really do like to see the behind the scenes, but I yes. know I always forget. Like I'm so bad at doing that. I feel like it's such a good day if I remember to take a behind <laughs> the scenes photo or video mm-hmm. of a shoot or a wedding. I feel like I've gotten a little better at it last yeah, year. Yeah, same here. Um, but it is it is kind of tricky, and especially for like style shoot days, everything just looks so pretty, and you definitely want yes. like the behind the scenes content to share with people, and it's it's just makes for good content. So having an assistant putting her or him in charge of that is definitely clutch. I agree. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> the other thing that I wanted to say about this topic is just like with vendors and just making sure everybody's always on the same page is just to consider having like a vendor contract where everybody signs yes. a statute contract, just keeping everybody accountable to their responsibilities and being there that date and time that you've set aside for the shoot to take place. I just think it's really helpful and it just is a little bit more professional when you have things just contractually bound and just, yeah, keeps people accountable. So it's, Mm -hmm. it's just nice to have that organized and in place. Exactly. So switching gears to free shoots slash no free shoots when you should say no to it. Um, we just wanted to talk a little bit about this because I do feel like most of the time for photographers involved as a style shoot, they are doing it for free. 90% of the time, I would say most vendors are working for free. 99% of the time, photographers Mm -hmm. are always doing it for free. But we did want to talk a little bit about when you should should say no to free shoots or when somebody's asking you to do a free shoot. Yeah. So we just wanted to get into that a little bit. The first point that I had was just to say no when it's something that doesn't get you excited. If you say yes out of obligation to somebody to do a free shoot, it doesn't necessarily have to be styled shoots that we're talking about here. But I just feel like this is just my opinion. Like you'll probably regret it later. And when the work is actually being done, 
So trust us on this one because I feel like we've both kind of been in this boat before. If yep. it's not something that you feel passionate about, that you feel excited about, then I would just say no. I just think that it oftentimes it does more harm than good because when the day actually comes to shoot, you're just going to be miserable or just being like, why did I do this? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's so true. And when I just think when the vision doesn't like serve your business, it won't help you in the future attract your ideal client um, and, it, and it won't help your business as much either. And that's why we say as the business owner and as the photographer of your company, it's important to to actually be setting up the free shoots, to be the one to reach out to models and to set up the shoots and, and to do things that um, are going to help you out with your business rather than if people are emailing you and asking you for free photos or asking you to do free shoots. Exactly. Um, unless it's something that you're really excited about and um, it's an opportunity to work with a brand or something that gets you really excited. Right. Um, right. But if it's not, then I think that it's okay to turn that down. Yeah. And kind of just like piggybacking off of that, like when you are doing a shoot for a specific brand, let's just say, I would say not to do this for free, like you said, unless you're setting up yourself, mm -hmm. unless um, it's something that really you're excited about because being paid in free products doesn't really end up being the same in value as to what you're worth for a shoot exactly, um, and what you're going to put into it. So unless you're really, really want to just take it on as more of like a fun project and not really a project that you're hoping will turn into getting bookings, getting clients, getting more brand deals to a point where you're making money and you're able to live off of that, then I would say you need to charge for it and not just keep doing things for free or free products. Every company has a budget for marketing. So if you're a photographer, you should kind of hold yourself to a higher standard of getting paid for your work unless it is truly just a fun project for you and you just don't really care about getting paid. Yes, or a brand that you really want to work with and that has products that you love that you just want to try out or something. Right, like more just for fun. I feel <laughs> yes, like the exactly. free shoots like that in that sense, you just kind of have to think of it as like just for fun. But if yes. you're trying to make a career out of being a brand photographer or whatever, then you can't just constantly be doing free shoots because yes, it's, yes. it's not going to pay the bills, you know? Yeah, so moral of the story is just be a little bit pickier with what you are taking on for free and uh, just when you're not the one actually setting up the shoot. So with all that being said, we hope that this episode leaves you feeling inspired to set up your own style shoots this year and to just be creative in this new year and to set up shoots that really um, just inspire you and help you to feel more creative. All right, guys, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you love this episode, it would mean the world to us if you rated this podcast five stars and left a review. Hop on over to equippedcreatives.com for more free education and the show notes to all of our podcast episodes are there. And be sure to follow us at Equipped Creatives on Instagram to stay up to date with all the things going on with Equipped Creatives. Hope you guys have a great day.